Welcome to another episode of Spoil Radio. I'm Reese. I'm Dan. I find you both guilty of contempt of court. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm, De- I'm Declan. That was so Have- dry. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to lead right into it, but it might be spoilers, so... Uh, this week we're doing the trial of the Chicago Seven. Yeah. Um, a little bit of a pre-warning. So this is just a spoiler warning, guys. This is a warning that we talk heavily about the movie's plot and characters. So please stop listening as of now if you don't want the movie spoiled for yourself. Yes, and uh, just a quick social media plug here. Uh, please take the time to follow and like the Spoil Radio podcast and share it with your friends. We'd love to be bringing you better, more deep dive content in the future as well, possibly interviews with filmmakers and industry professionals. But these things take an army of listeners to bring benefit to the guests we invite on the show. Uh, On another note, don't forget to like and subscribe to Neon Radio YouTube channel for your spoiler-free censored review. You can watch these without worrying about offending that 70-year-old in the room or the mama with a bubba. Follow us on Instagram at Neon Radio Reviews. You can find us on Facebook by typing in Neon Radio. And let's get into the episode here. Uh, Trial of the Chicago 7. Uh, general thoughts. We'll start with you, Declan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this movie's great. This is exactly the kind of movie that I like to watch. If you listen to the top 10 episode, quite a few that are similar to this make it in there. I love mm. Sorkin. Made it That's number good. one on my list to the social network. Yeah. I think this, like him directing now, sort of when I've watched behind the scenes of a social network, it's like the idea of directing really started to click for him. Yeah. Because I think he actually struggled to find ways to get his scripts uh, like brought forward on the screen because he was a stage writer. Mm. And obviously, A Few Good Men was a massive success. But mm. after that, there wasn't much that was sort of getting like high praise until... Fincher did the social network and then we got Moneyball and all those sorts of things and it's like now everyone knows how to digest Sorkin and I think yeah. him handling his own subject matter like this is awesome and he's at his best when he's in the courtroom. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. oh, pretty man. much this whole movie it's takes place in the courtroom. Yeah. Well, I think people are ready for this now. Oh, it's, this and it's story. scary how, how much the world has not changed since... I was just going to say that. This moment in 1967 yeah. and 68 oh, yeah. when it occurred and the trial happened a year later, like it's terrifying. Yeah, this terrifying. is it's obviously ludicrous. as a film, this is a very political film. Yeah. So we are probably going to be getting into that in, in a, a minor way. Yeah, here's another spoiler warning. I will be getting political. <laughs> yeah, it's going to, but I think it's going to, it's going to happen with this film definitely. So uh, it's just going to occur. Um, so Dan, uh, let's get your... Uh, initial thoughts I bloody loved it (laughs) this is my type of movie Mm. again based off uh, real life again uh, we're talking about the top tens most of mine were about real life things and yeah I love courtroom dramas as well Um, all star cast interesting very interesting topic and uh, it's it's actually good to sit back and just see how shit society is and how it hasn't moved forward something needs to be done i wouldn't say society i'd say how shit the system is. system yeah yeah, mm. yeah. good pickup yeah. yeah um it's it was frustrating it was frustrating watching this movie i wanted to deck that um judge <laughs> i wanted to reach into the screen and smash his head that's how pissed off i got oh man i felt the same i did as well <laughs> yeah. i'm not yeah. laughing saying he's wrong yeah. oh man I, got, for sure. I was yelling at the tv he was going, what the hell is this yeah would have happily given that judge a couple of one twos yeah. oh. and, you were, and <laughs> the, that's the most frustrating thing about it but if you did do that you would be in jail for life yeah, yeah it's ridiculous the contempt of court yeah moments in this movie yeah absolutely got my blood boiling. oh man but um, I just love the the comedic side of you know Sasha and Co. Um, he's a bloody good actor. He kills it in this movie. He's oh, so right. good, man. He's amazing. So good um, in this movie. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's a good good cast. And Michael Keaton. Uh, Keaton. Yeah. He man, I swear, if he's if he's just on screen, everything just stops. He was cool. How, he had so was he? clever having him just in that little to, tiny part yeah. to steal the limelight yeah. just for like five minutes. Oh, just to man. give you my, my thought on it, on that moment. Yeah. Holy shit, it's Batman. And even in this movie, he's my hero. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny though, I don't, I don't see him as Batman anymore. No. I've seen him as a guy from Spotlight. Like, I just see yeah, Keaton. That's, that's, that's what that's, I saw. I yeah, yeah. just like, yeah, yeah. man, it's him. Yeah. Like, yeah. And founder. Like, I, that's, his, that's his role. Yeah. I think I still have Batman in me. I think I'll always have him as Batman. But yeah. that's just me. Because even a couple of weeks ago, I watched Returns. Yeah. So I've got that 
fresh yeah. and oh it's crazy yeah. yeah well you'll see him again soon in batman i know yeah interesting hey what do you think um yeah I, you know the funny thing is i went in the movie and i was like oh, i don't know I, I wasn't ready to watch it i was like i don't really feel like doing this type of film yeah because when i mentioned it it didn't really say anything yeah yeah well i knew uh, that i knew that it was a big movie and i think yeah. it's one that has to be touched upon yeah. went into it like that mm. Didn't get like that. Nah. Five minutes later, I was like, "This movie is ripper." How, <laughs> it grabs you, yeah, grabs you it? pretty quickly. Yeah, the intro, just so much exposition going bang, 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 and then it does me, the, yeah. then it does the break, and it's like, okay, now I can relax. And then, so, yeah, that's what yeah. I said to my girlfriend as we were watching. I was like, "No one, not many people out there can write exposition like Sorkin does, and it's nah. entertaining. Yeah, like it's yeah. like an opera. Yeah, even the back, tr- the backing track, it just suit." The sit per- yeah, set, just set perfect. Yeah, I don't know how it does it's it good. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. good pacing. Yeah, so mm. I hundred percent this movie. I went in, didn't think I was gonna be enjoying it. Came out and I was like, this movie's awesome. And I think even since I think I watched it on Monday last week, something yeah. like oh not Monday last week would have been midweek. Mm. Even since midweek last week, I've been telling people about it. Yeah, you gotta watch this movie. Yeah, same. So I've been same. telling my my parents, been telling my girlfriend, mm. just constantly one person after another after another mm. friends um yeah i really like this movie I, I think, and i think it's super important for the relevance of now as oh, well. it is yeah. i think that may be a, a frustrating part of the fact that it's got the netflix badge on it is that mm. like i've said with horror they're like there's a lot of sh- there's so much shit horror that everyone me included tends to not want to watch horror films because of that and i feel like there's a lot of like there's a lot of good netflix stuff that comes out don't get me wrong but there's yeah. a lot of shit yeah. stuff that comes but it's hidden i think is that more towards the the crappy algorithm. Uh, I just think that Netflix are just putting out so much content and I just mm. mean just like some of it's just not going to be good. Yeah. Like realistically, that's mm. the way the world works. Like, well, yeah, I know there's that movie that just came out. Is it Rachel? Rachel? I'm not sure. Uh, Rebecca? Rebecca. Rebecca, yeah. yeah. And I was like, maybe we should do that because I know it's pretty big. Just, it's so hard to want to watch it. Mm. I don't know, but that's, that's just I, me. Yeah, that's why I'm digging Apple's take on the industry because I've got Apple TV and everything that I've seen on that so far, like series and movies, have been really, really good. But uh, but then again, though, like Netflix has produced like a lot of really oh, good yeah. stuff. Oh, like, yeah. Really, and this movie may be the best mo- original streaming movie so I've far. watched so far. Yeah, yeah. And that's like including The Irishman and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, oh, this, yeah for me, this was way better than Irishman. It's good to see big names putting things out under the Netflix banner. And obvi- yeah. I think, obviously, like, we're in a shit time with COVID and all that, but yeah. that's only helping it because, mm. yeah. I mean, the cinemas isn't working. So Yeah, it's true. I well, think more stuff's going to come out through Netflix and mm, Apple TV. And they, there, was, there was talks about um, MGM. I read it this morning about um, there was sort of big debates mm. behind the scenes about releasing Bond mm. to streaming, but mm. they that's they didn't have gone that way. But maybe it's the future. Well, it is the future, but I, I don't know. It's interesting. I can see that at the moment, at the very least, at least maybe for the next five years, we might be seeing stuff like that happen mm. more so. Mm. But I also think that. There is a place for the cinema. I'm not saying it's, there's oh, no... Yeah, oh, no, no. No, yeah. I don't think... I'm not going against yeah. it. No. I think there is a place for the cinema. Yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate because... It's weird. I, I call the cinema my church. Yeah. So, I go to... Some people go to church for, you know, mm. obviously for religious reasons or personal spiritual reasons. I go to the cinema for my religious yeah. and personal <laughs> spiritual reasons. Good so, um, yeah. it's... It's one of those things where I think there will always be a group of people that want to do that. And similar to like theatre in yeah. that sense. Yeah. People like going to the theatre mm. and people like going to watch stage shows mm. and things like that. And I think um, film will have its place there. Yeah. But it might be more bigger epics like Avengers and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. That'll take more of its uh, its screens than anything mm. else. Yeah, We'll be interesting to see what happens if there isn't a, a vaccine, I think we're, we're going off topic here, but if there isn't a vaccine, what's going to happen with the Avengers movies or that Marvel Universe? Is it just going to go straight to Disney Plus? Disney Plus will just do what they've done with Milan and charge you 30 charge bucks her. to watch it. And everyone complained. You know that? Yeah, but if I, yeah. I, I you pay dare for say that. if it was the Avengers, I'd say yeah. there'd be lots of like complaining. I'm sure they would, yeah. Chings. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, it's it. tough times. But yeah. yeah. So getting into the film, <clears throat> this is a lot to unpack because... There's a lot of this I, I kind of don't completely understand as well, so I'm going to get you guys to piggyback off that and yeah. tell me more about it. Yeah. Um, uh, we get the concept of what the film is about. These guys that uh, were protesting at 
wanted to protest at the Chicago Chicago Democratic Party convention. Yeah. And it was against, the, obviously, the Vietnam War. Yep. Wanting to bring people back from the Vietnam War. And also against, was it Nixon at the time or Kennedy? Kennedy, Nixon. Yeah, so Nixon. So what What actually happened with the landscape was uh, Johnson was in power. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who took over after John Kennedy was assassinated. Yep. Yes. He was elected out of office and Nixon was elected in. Mm. Nixon took over office when the Vietnam War was already in process right yeah. okay which yeah. was not which the vietnam war was just a mistake oh, it was a disaster. oh yeah. yeah especially for america yes yeah. like four thousand so, four thousand dead and what's 165 days or something yeah, yeah. crazy yeah. but it was just a war that, if you 4, if you read about it it's just it doesn't yeah, 4, 000, make yeah. it actually doesn't make any sense whatsoever no. why they even went over there it's, it's just incredible that it happened yeah. but well, it's like yeah. pretty much all the wars yeah. they was it four thousand? i thought it was like twenty two thousand. Uh, that's in total in total yeah. this was oh, while the trial while was the trial on was happening it was nearly five thousand it was nearly five thousand while the trial okay sorry yeah yeah so i mean uh for the film itself i only have notes here on things that i just really liked <laughs> i just have a I'll note just, here that says yeah. fuck me sasha baron cohen is good yeah. and eddie redmayne like really envisioned this character like he I've never yeah. seen eddie redmayne doing an american accent before. no i know why. Yeah. that's all, i was gonna mention that before he yeah. plays really well yeah quick question yeah has he got like um sorry eddie but does he have like a uh like a body deformity because no, he always does no. that he always does maybe some mannerism he just he sort of hunches to one side it's just a mannerism yeah, yeah. yeah. it's definitely it's just because i know you know where keem's got that broken collarbone and but he did that something. on the master yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah um, um but yeah he played it really well um, oh my god the I, range of all the characters rylance as well but even him if that hectic yeah, came Rennie over davis <laughs> It was good. It was good seeing Ryan Lance again because it reminded me of that time when uh, Bridges Spies, yeah. and he was up for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah. It was just so far and away he deserved yeah. that Oscar. It is and everyone yeah. kicked up a stink because Stallone didn't win it for Creed, and I was like, oh, hey, yeah. Ryan Lance was so uh, yeah. much better. He's, he's I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. Yeah. Nostalgia you, be damned. Yeah, and then you got um, oh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He that that's a good role of his. You could tell he had heart in that, and I like how he stood up at the end, and his boss has yes, left. I read about the real. Good. The real version of the person that he played, though, and they reckon that he was not not sympathetic whatsoever. Wow. They reckon he was the worst really? lawyer in the room in terms of like being just aggressive and yeah. belligerent towards people. So wow. It's interesting that. that Sorkin yeah. chose to make him that way. Yeah, unless it was in his contract. Did, did he do that by the end of it then? Was he it's not known. You don't really know known. what happened in the courtroom, but mm, from so what weird. I read, from what I could gather, they, he was his nickname was the government's pit. Pitbull or bulldog or something like that. Yeah. that wow. so I think was they like, said it in the beginning, didn't they? Yeah, but like so, but he uh, from what I can gather, he wasn't like that. Yeah, yeah. Sorkin yeah. is known to yeah. take liberties with what actually yeah. happened. It's good. Yeah, um, yeah. That's that, that was in that was just oh, it was good seeing that man. Yeah, there's a there's a moment in this I want to like it doesn't have too much to do with the political part, which I think uh, we'll we'll get deep into. <clears throat> yep. Uh, but there's a moment which I really love. There's a lady on the phone and she goes, no, we don't pay, take payment in, in weed. And Abby goes, what the hell? And he goes, yeah, we take payment in weed. <laughs> it's writing like that that separates Sorkin. Yeah. He's ele- he has this ability to add these little things here and there that create uh, what feels like not only something that is uh, premeditated and made but also natural at the same time it's mm. super odd mm. but he's good uh, he's good at keeping flow who who writes bon, uh no bombacks no uh, bombback does he write does he write it but yeah i reckon those two are similar they're good at writing um uh conversations that just go on the fly and as people talking over each other i see i would say that noah baumbach's conversations feel more real and they feel more like real people talking with aaron sorkin's conversation no one speaks the way that people speak in aaron sorkin's mm. movies i would like to me his greatest strength as a writer is being able to have like just big dumps of crazy amounts of information about complicated political proceedings and have them be easily digestible to everyone yeah to the yeah, point where point. you're looking and you go okay that guy's good that guy's bad mm. Mm. Oh, they did this. This is like this is why this is happening. Mm. Like, the, what what's going on is so complicated. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. In terms of like, yeah. But it social works. Politi- yeah. political proceedings and racism, mm. and he gets it 
all in there. Yeah. Maybe not all to like the extent that it should be, but it's all in there for you to digest. Mm. It's it's really well done. Yeah. Well, it's all in there in two hours and nine minutes, which yeah. is crazy. And yeah. for like, a layman like me, it's easy to understand. Well, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> well, it was, yeah. I didn't know, but I didn't know anything about this this event either. I had no idea about it. Oh, no. I, oh I'm a bit older than you guys, but yeah. yeah. Did you? Know I read up a, a little bit on it when it was. This was like years ago. So, but. I didn't even know. I'd never any even of this. heard about it. Yeah. Like it was first thought I was I was like, holy shit, man, this is exactly what's happening today. It yeah, freaked it's, me out. It's, yeah. It's terrible. I, I didn't know any of this story. So when I went in, I was like absolutely especially uh uh getting to it, wanna mm. just jump into it. Yeah. Uh the judge in this film is <laughs> so hard to digest. That's me punching my hand. Oh man. <laughs> like it's just I said it before frustration is the word oh, for this. Oh man! Constantly, you're frustrated, and you know straight away you're on a journey with this guy when he says, "I just want to let it be known that uh, I am not uh, the Hoffman they are talking about. There's another Hoffman." Yeah, yeah. and you're just like, "Who gives a shit?" But that, but you knew, you knew straight <laughs> off the bat that he was. Because at that point in the courtroom, then. you're not actually sure whose side you're on, mm. and you're the only character you've really gotten to know at that point is Jordan Ghost, uh, Joseph, Joseph Gordon Levitt's character. Yeah, yeah. And you're kind of on. You're with him in there because he's the only one you know. Yeah. yeah. And he's interrupting him. Mm. Yeah. Which, how crazy is that? Like he's making his life harder. Yeah. yeah. And yet he's the by the end he's the villain that we don't want to win, and we yeah. and like he. He was on his side, and he was still making life shit for him. Yeah. So he was belli- he was so belligerent. Oh, it's terrible! Just terrible. the worst. Even um, There's- even about you know when he said, "Oh, you should be his," you know, you're his lawyer. You're standing right next to him. It's like, mate, just listen. Yeah. And then you got all the whole crowd just jump and pipe it in. That was so funny, man. But yeah. imagine being that. It's Bobby, wasn't it? Bobby, Bobby Seal. Yeah. yeah. Imagine being him, man. How frustrating would that be? But then well, the judge, yeah. the judge just he. Dug his own grave there by yeah. being so obviously racist. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. terrible. Well, the, yeah. I, you know, such a point. There, there's a moment uh, speaking about Bobby Seale's story within this because there's obviously he's, he's in. He's there. still alive today, Bobby. Seale, yeah. By the way. Mm-hmm. yeah, and he's still yeah. still protesting, still mm. getting um, being an activist. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Is is it still? I wonder if the the Black Panther Party is still real. I don't know if they still go under, under that, that banner. Name. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't surprise sure. me. But his story was maybe, to me, the most interesting of all of them. Mm. And it was because every time you saw him on the screen, the thing that occurs was intriguing because Mm. it was just like, I can't believe this is even happening. Yeah. Like, it was so amazing to see that this was occurring. Mm. And it was, what, 1968? Yeah. You're fucking kidding me? Like, (laughs) that was not long ago. It's terrible. And what, 52 years ago, something like that. Uh, and you, you see, like, from start to end, he's in there. There's no no lawyer for him. Uh, and he's like, it gets to a point where he's like, I'll represent myself. Yeah. He won't let him talk. And he yeah. won't even let him represent his whole, himself. His whole case him... was ignored the whole time. Mm. Yeah, That's won't even the, let him be lawful. That trial shouldn't have went on. Until well, he, he, was, yeah, he wasn't even there when at the event yeah. that took yeah. place. Yeah. It was... <laughs> he was on trial. Yeah. He was in Chicago for four hours, they said. So and most bad. of the time he was at the airport. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Im- and it's, would, how it would have been impossible for him to be at the protests. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. literally impossible yeah. to get there. Yeah. Uh, so things like that, and then you know, going into then um, the judge telling them to take him at the back and deal with him. Oh man, that was they hectic. beat him, they gagged him, then they uh, tied him to a chair, mm. and then they brought him back out. Oh, I got goosebumps. Eh? To it's the like, courtroom. Yeah, it's like he's a. Like he's an animal. But apparently yeah. that in real life, did you read about that in real life? That could. But did you read what well, actually? I did not. He was in that he, he was in that state for days. <sighs> what? Days. Yeah. They, it wasn't just like a matter of minutes. Like Sorkin had to water some stuff down to make it like. So they put him in the chair for. Gagged him for days. But days how on did end. he eat? No, mm. like just when he was in the courtroom. When he, he was, was gagged. Oh, so yeah. every time he was just in the courtroom, they put him in the chair. Yeah, gagged him. That is fucked. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. <laughs> that judge should be hanged. Yeah, for that type of shit, for sure. Uh, well, stuff like that. Well, I really, just, I can't stand that. I probably, I'm probably in trouble for saying this, but uh, America, they're heading down a dangerous path, man. Well, and I, I've from got, what you can see from this movie, it seems like they're, it's already they're there. heading down that path for a yeah. long time. Yeah, like but... I got some friends that live there now, and they, they're, they're all scared, man. They're all yeah. scared. Yeah. There's pe- heaps of homeless people on the streets. This is like in the main cities, man. 
Yeah. Places are boarded up. They want to come back come back home here. Yeah. So it's it's, it's, it's yeah, it's not good not good time for that, but I think the biggest thing this movie presents to us and it's something that's been presented in it's actually been presented in a movie like Spotlight where they actually do attack from this angle. But yeah. It's the idea of the system mm. being wrong. Which is the same as like Spotlight, they go after the church. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's corrupt and it's helping people do the wrong thing. And yep. but you see that in this, like mm. it's it's smart that this movie doesn't just boil down to like like what's happened now in recent times with mm. you know, the riots and yep. blaming of individual police officers and things who have done the wrong thing. Mm. Yeah. But it's not really the conversation's bigger than that because it's the system that's allowing that stuff to happen. Yeah. And so how can you like how can you just like just uh, criminal, like victimizing or criminalizing the acts of one person that's acting under umbrella, umbrella that's doing just like mm. a bunch of wrong things, and he's allowing these things to happen. That's what should be being attacked, yeah. not yeah. the one person. Mm. That's what this movie is. That's yeah. what this movie cleverly shows. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. um, it's just surprising that, that it's what in forty, no, fifty years. It's still the same. Yeah, fifty-two years at this point, and. I feel sorry for just uh, just the black people in general, man. It's, imagine growing up in that. It's just terrible. Well, obviously, we, we know the the, the uh, diversity, uh, socioeconomically and, yeah. and and politically everything of African Americans, but also of you know Indigenous Australians, yeah, same. of uh, people of color in in Europe, in mm. even Africa. Like it's it's ridiculous. Uh, but in regards to this movie, you know, I think the words that were said best were from Abby. Mm. And he says, this is a political trial. Yeah. yeah. And you, you don't believe it to begin with. You're kind of with the other guy. Like I was kind of with, um, what's his name? Ry- Rylance? Mark Rylance. Yeah. So his Cunster. name is, Yeah, Cunster. Bill Cunster. Yeah. yeah. I was kind of with him at the start. I'm like, oh, there's no real idea of a political trial. Like the words don't. Mm. mean anything on this front and then as the movie like i mean five minutes in once the judge talks you're like oh yeah this guy's paid off or mm. yeah, he's, yeah. He's not, i i didn't think he's paid off the suggestion is and i read about him after and it's like pretty much that was the thought of him is that he just he was so pro-government and order yeah, yeah. that these guys would just never never stood a Gonna, chance in yeah. his courtroom so yeah. wrong man so um, wrong so I think that was really intriguing. There's a moment here that I really like. Uh, they're sitting down and uh, when... Because uh, there's so many characters in this movie. God damn it. Uh, what's his oh. name? The So there's Hoffman and Rubin. Jerry Rubin. When Jerry mm. Rubin is um, <laughs> talking about mm. how there was the undercover cop that he liked. He's like, you did that to me, man. I can't believe it. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. it was yeah. 72 hours, man. Like, like, yeah. 93 hours a week. 93 yeah. hours, yeah. He had a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. But in the courtroom, he goes, were these seven protesters leading 10,000 undercover cops? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so many of yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. They were everywhere. They were plastered everywhere. Yeah. You know what I like? I, I never really studied like hippies or you know, hippies or anything like that. I always thought that just, you know, just stoners all the time, but the way that Abby and um, yeah Jerry come across, mm. they were really knowledgeable. Yeah, and, no, and the, the yeah, they, yeah, yeah. I was gonna go say because it's it's um, it was good how Abby and Tom had that standoff at mm. the end, and you go fuck this Abby dude knows his shit. Yeah, well, they were intelligent men, but going yeah. into Abby's actual true, uh, you know, who he was as a person, he was also pretty dangerous, like all round. I mean, everyone in this situation is going to be dangerous if you have people following you. There's no doubt about that. That was oh, another yeah. thing. It's like a mini army. Was one of he the was only a, things. He was a charming wordsmith. Yeah, who had good things to say. But when you can get ten thousand people to follow you, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. And can, I mean, yeah. they did make mistakes. They mm. did do things that were, I would say, personally, in my opinion, were wrong. Mm. You know, they they taught people how to make bombs. Yeah, yeah that was sick. they. That some of the things that they were telling people to do in the streets was just not right, yeah. generally. Mm. Um, but, I mean, Abby, as a, a real person, actually did those things. His book, mm. that Steal My Book, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Steal This Book, mm. that there taught people how to do those things. Taught people how to pretty much, yes, in a way, uh, live a 
uh, life against the system, mm. but also in an almost dangerous revolutionary sense, yeah. which is not the way to do it. But I guess at the, at the same time, we're looking at history now and it seems like the only way for people to listen is to be kind of that, well, that way. And this, mm. But this is part of the problem that and this, this sort of thing, <laughs> it just breeds from the oppression that they're under. Like yeah. they wouldn't even let them have a concert in the park to protest yeah. conscription in the Vietnam War. Like the, 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 the mayor, like the smaller version of the government would have let him do it. Mm. So at every level you're being confronted with just aggression yeah. to be able to peacefully protest what you mm. think is right. And this is, it's the same thing with the riots that happened recently. I'm, I'm of the side that like any, that fighting violence with violence is wrong. Yeah. yeah. But this is what happens when, People are pushed to a limit and yep. everyone's frustrated. And that time everyone was frustrated. People were getting sent to a war that the country didn't even want to be in mm. Yeah, to just die. Yeah, so It was a death sentence if you got sent over there pretty much. Yeah, it, it wasn't was. like World War Two, where it was like you actually... You're fighting for you're your fighting life. For, fighting for, you're fighting yeah. for our right. Yeah. yeah, It's not fighting for that anymore. It's senseless violence and people just get frustrated. And this is what gets born out of it. And oppression breeds radicalism. Yes, yeah. it's just what happens. Yep. It's, exactly. it's not right. I couldn't but have said it better myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're stuck in a cage all your life and you got one little inkling of escape, you're going to escape, aren't you? Well, yeah, I mean, well, you're going to fight different... back anyway. Yeah. You can. Yeah. 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 Are you talking about Iron Man now? Oh yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it, it is crazy to see how close to mm. everything it is now. Um. The final scene of this film where uh, Tom stands up, Tom Hayden stands up and mm. decides to take Rennie Davis's notes. Look, I'm getting chills right now. Yeah, I got it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Mm. Um, and read out the names of yeah. the soldiers that died in Vietnam. Yeah. I was bawling. This, like, I'm yeah. ready to cry now. <laughs> I'm thinking about it even. But I, I was bawling on that moment. Uh, uh, finally, we see Tom Hayden in this film because they kind of... It is a film, as you said, it takes liberties. Um, he doesn't sit down for that moment. I don't know if that was real or not in real life. He did. He, I think in real life, he was the only one that stood up. Stood for up. Yeah. yeah. So, um, seeing him kind of take that moment and go, you know, no, this is not yeah. right anymore. I can't mm. let this moment pass. Mm. Uh, was, I mean, even not even I wasn't there or anything. Felt liberating even watching it. Yeah. So I mean, well, it, then the judge is being so belittling. Where he yeah. was like, oh. "Oh, if you do exactly what I tell you to do," it was the same as when he gagged yeah. um, Bobby Seale, and he yeah. was like, "Are you going to behave yourself now?" Like, he was so belittling <laughs> yeah. to people. When he said that, I was just in my head. I'm going, "Say no, say no." Yeah, and he did. That's so yeah. good. Yeah, Bob. I mean, well, I killed his mate too. As, yeah, that's another thing <laughs> that that assassinated. Oh. It was crazy, and the obvious corruption of uh, the jury. Yeah. The two jury members yeah. are obviously siding with them. Yeah. All of a sudden, boom, yeah. gone. Yeah. Six uh, and eleven. Imagine, yeah. imagine being uh, Ryan's character in real life. How frustrated would you be? We ended up. He, he, if he. So what happened in real life was because he got. You know how he got contempt of court. Mm -hmm. He got twelve against him. Yeah, what's that? What's the fine on that thing? Well, it's like your. It's like you, bu you court, build up certain you? so many. Yeah. If like, I was like a depending on the severity of like you. Like, say you do one and the rest of it you find they would sort of just go okay. Like he. He behaved himself after that. Yeah. I, th I think that's my gathering. Mm. He had 12 and one of them was like, because he didn't address him as your honor, he addressed him as Mr. Hoffman. Yeah. He gave him one for that. Yeah. And um, if he, basically after that trial, they had to review, you know, they sit down in another trial where they go through all the uh, all so the contempts dumb. and everything. Yeah. And luckily, they like the judge was of sound mind in the next one because he was just like... Oh, Fucking ridiculous! I'm throwing yeah. all this shit out. Yeah. But like, if he had been found guilty yeah. of that, yeah. Mr. Hoffman one and not calling me honour, yeah. four years in jail. Holy shit! Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, well. Oh, that yeah. shows like the corruption in the system. I think I've said it on this podcast before, man. Nothing in this world is yet to convince me that power doesn't corrupt people. It just, yeah. it just does. Every single where I look at someone that wields power, they fucking use it and abuse it. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Well, it's one of those things, I guess. We we don't have we Maybe have a, a bit of power. We got that little bit yeah. more than most people on the planet. Probably, I know, but I'm just saying, our, like, I'm yet to see someone yeah. that isn't corrupt by it. Like, it's yeah. like in our DNA, man. It's, yeah. 
Uh, where, what would you say? It's like in the animal kingdom. The powerful well, one always just does what he wants. We are we are animals. I don't want to get yeah. too into it because that's yeah. a really weird thing to say. <laughs> well, but, we are. But in all retrospect, we do have imperatives and, and a lot of those imperatives are going to have us do things for ourselves. Hmm. But at the end of the day, what uh, makes us human? And that is the ability to go against those imperatives yeah. in yeah. the correct way. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you see someone like Judge Hoffman and you're like, you're a fucking animal. That's yeah. all you are. You know, you're not even, you're not human. That is not a human what being. Is, um, what does what Dillinger call him? Thug. A thug. Yeah, yeah thug. that's it. Yeah. If he was on the edge of a cliff, hanging with one hand, I'll step on his hand. That's how much I hate that guy. <laughs> Just I became very, hate him. Just became very loony to yeah. his seat. Yep. Man, that guy. Definitely peaked oh, the mic then. Mate. It's, you He's don't, on the you, edge of a cliff. You don't treat you don't treat people hand. like that. No, you, you don't. But that's, judge. but that's that's the problem. Though, is that like how can someone who is like that get to the position of being in charge? Which it's correct. Like yes, you wield immense power, but mm. the, it's the Spider Man saying, "With great power comes great responsibility." That's I know right, that sounds yeah. lame, but like yeah. he's supposed to have the wherewithal to give judgment. Yeah, yeah, in a fair manner. Yeah, and he and I. He doesn't do it. And I have to imagine there's a lot of that going on around the world in a lot of other things. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there is. Yeah. I, wish, I wish to believe deep down a little bit of myself that we have still come relatively far. And we, I think we have. We've a lot, come a distance in a way. But I do think that we've also almost in a way gone nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think, so um, it's a bit of both. I think we've become a lot more aware of everything. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, the internet's definitely helped us to give ourselves a voice, good or bad. Oh, yeah, man. Um, we were talking about it last week, weren't we? Or was I talking to someone else? Well, that's like that. That's is it called social, the social media? Yeah, the I've social got a, dilemma. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. But no, I won't say it. Yeah, that's I can. Fucking, uh, that's yeah. scary. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I I think that at the end hmm. of the day, that it's concerning. It is super concerning, and I obviously Judge Hoffman, an older judge at the time, nineteen sixty eight. He's going to have morals and ethics from shit, maybe even the 20s, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, obviously, it's one of those things where, like, you're getting someone that is that old in the system. Mm. They're going to have these ideals of someone from that long ago. Yeah. And yeah. unless they're going to, you know, decide to actually uh, better themselves and, and be more open-minded, mm. you know, things like racism, things like... Uh, 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 what is it called when you're misogyny? Mm-hmm. Things like that are mm-hmm. going to be almost inherently within them, you know, from their own period of time. Yeah. So I just want to say it's just hard to sit through this movie sometimes. <laughs> like there's moments when I really wanted to reach into the screen, like Dan said, yeah, and beat him up. <laughs> he's he's heaps frustrated. Yeah. And saying that though, like Frank Langella, if you're listening, oh, it's oh, a great performance. Yeah. Yes. He's if you're listening, mate, you did a very well, did an awesome job. He's about, he's the, about as close to a Joffrey as oh, in real yeah. life. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. It, was in, it was an incredible. So, oh, I, every actually, single performance in was, this movie yeah. is great. It's yeah. another one of those ones. Like a lot, like I said in a lot of my top tens, it's just yeah. everyone just striking gold, like yeah. freaking killing. This, it. this, if we did our yeah. top tens again, this would be. Oh, I have to think about putting it in up there. Because really? I, I thought it was really, really good. I wouldn't personally put it up there, but I think that it's definitely a fantastic film. I think, and, and it's also something that is relevant. It's so. just, it sits in that realm, sort of outside my top ten, that like Moneyball and Her and things like yeah. that were sitting there. It's they're just like quality. they're still just movies that I'd not hesitate to recommend to anybody yeah. ever. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. So I, I did say legitimately chills by the end two minutes. Mm. Um, I want to get straight into the facts mm. because I got a few interesting facts here that yeah. I think would be good. Roll them um, out, my son. Can someone give me the facts, please? Come on. Charge you with contempt of factoid. <laughs> <laughs> factoids, factoids, giving you these factoids. Put it in a rap, boys. Something with some crap noise. Wow. All right. So, um,. <laughs> Here's an interesting little fact about Abby Hoffman's death. Abby Hoffman died of an overdose of over 150 phenobarbital tablets and alcohol. Wow. Uh, it, phenobarbital is pretty much a, um, uh, an opiate. Yeah. Uh, he was diagnosed nine years prior with bipolar disorder and by his side, this shows 
already how intelligent of a person he is and writer. Mm. By his side, they found over 200 pages of handwritten notes detailing his moods. Wow. Either insane or amazing. Because I think no one sits down and wants to write that much Mm. without loving actually necessarily doing that. Mm. I was actually Um, watching a heavy YouTube videos of him, like the real Abby talk. And he's a lot more, um, he's very eloquent. Yes. But he talks for a long time. Yes. <laughs> Which is like always a bit of a red flag. For I think he was good. I think he had good ideas, but it's always a red flag in terms of like people that can lead a pack of people like that that yeah. talk as much as they do. It scares it's me scary. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And and I think out of all, every, all the guys here, obviously Tom Hayden was the one that seemed to be him and Dillinger were the two that seemed to be the most level-headed mm. most of the time. Yeah. yeah. Because let's face it, Hayden had his moment. Oh, Dillinger didn't actually point. punch someone in the courtroom. Really? No, that oh. was made up. I guess that that was a good little was, side yeah. plot for his yeah. son. It was cool for idea for his son. Mm. Yeah, seeing him and being like, "You told me not to do this." Yeah. he has that moment. He goes, "I'm sorry." Mm. Cool moment. Um, between 1973 and 1990, Tom Hayden was married to Jane Fonda. Oh, wow. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that's when he became. Um, he was mayor, wasn't it? I can't remember. Uh, End of the movie, it said. I don't know what he became. He was part, of, he was part of the political system. Yeah, he's part yeah. of the political Cause system. Because they said yeah. something else that he was. He was related. Oh, because when I mentioned John F. Kennedy, he um, he, he lost became, his shit. He was a senator, wasn't he? Or yeah, yeah and like, I think he, he also man. became largely a part of the L- the L.A. Yeah. Um, uh, political party. Yeah. Like, uh, what is it called? Was he a governor? No, it wasn't governor. No. I don't think he was a governor. No, I'd have to relook at it. This yeah. is this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> bad. I didn't do this research. Uh, <laughs> no, well, he worked uh, his way. He was in the political yeah. system. He was high yes. up in the political yeah, system. He was. So he yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he would go on to marry Barbara Williams, another actress, mm. in 1993, <clears throat> and was with her till his death in 2016. All yeah, right. So they were together for a long time. Yeah. Uh, this was a cool little tidbit on Sasha Baron Cohen. He admitted he was terrified of having to do an American accent for the film. Yeah. He had used a few different variations of the accent before for comedic reasons, but never for a dramatic role. Yeah. He knew Abby Hoffman had a unique voice, having a Massachusetts accent, but also having gone to school in California and was worried he would sound wrong. Aaron Sorkin had to reassure him that the role was not an impersonation but an interpretation, mm. which Baron Cohen claimed did not help much. But, but that, is, <laughs> it, that well. is the way that Sorkin sees when he yeah. takes on real life things. I've heard him in interview because he's been criticised for embellishing real life with the social network and Moneyball yeah. and things like that. But the way he sees it, whether he's right or wrong, because there's there's reasons on both sides of the debate yeah. for mm. if he's right or wrong. But he sees it that he's an artist with a paintbrush interpreting what he sees. Yeah. Well, I and think fair like anyone. Everyone should be taking ideas from films, mm. not be completely absorbing everything from yeah. them. Yeah. Anyone who, and this is a problem I see a lot in society now with things like the internet. People watch things and they're like, that's it. That's yeah. the fact. Yeah. And then they get the oh, shits if it didn't happen too. They go, that didn't actually happen. And it's like, well, fuck, who cares? Like, <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is the thing. And, and I think a lot of that happens to people more so age between like over the age of like 45, 50 mm. at this point in time because they don't really necessarily understand uh, how the internet works. Mm. I was even comically so. I was having a conversation with... I'm nearly at that point. Yeah, but you've like grown. But old. you've grown up with the internet. Yeah, yeah some of the things yeah. that you so, say on the internet, man. I'm like, woo, boy. <laughs> no, I don't say Suck anything. That. Nah. <laughs> no, never, I, I never comment on in those comment boards, man. Uh, he's full of shit. Oh, Daniel, Daniel Water, why have you done that again? Yeah. <laughs> you might see me though commenting on YouTube videos about briskets. Says he likes. <laughs> says he likes hitting people. <laughs> I heard that at the start of the start of it. He said, oh, "I just want to reach in and hit this person." And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. "Wow, damn." <laughs> As Abby says, man, things can get taken out of context. That's right. In the trial, you Don't be listen careful. to Reese because he's full of shit. <laughs> Take the snippet and make it sound like I want to hit someone if you want. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, but this is that is something I I just I cannot stand. I cannot stand watching people go. Well, this is what it's like, and I'm like, you, you it's something you got to intake and then filter. Hmm. motherfucker like yeah. come on like don't listen to everything you hear and believe it yeah. <laughs> please well, that's why i check because one of my mates that live over there and 
Yeah, and he gets it's just hectic. Hmm. Yeah, you would be yeah. scared. That's like yeah. I'll be listening to um the Bill Simmons one of his podcasts to see what he thinks of the Massachusetts Abbey accent because he's from Boston. Yeah, and he's always uh-huh. a good litmus test on if they've done the Boston accent properly or not. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, oh, yeah, I think yeah. Spotlight. He said Spotlight. They're all really good, and he said Spotlight are real realistic Boston people. But there's other movies like The Departed stuff. He says they go too far one way and mm. things like that. So uh-huh. I'm always I always listen to him to see what he thinks of that. Yeah. Well, yeah, like what what I'm trying to get at. I just want to end cap what I was saying. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, what I'm trying to get at is like movies like this. Take them for what they are, but don't believe everything. No. You know, enjoy the story. Don't believe even the story's perfect, you no. know, because there's things here like not hitting someone in the courtroom. Uh, what's his name? Richard Schultz being a way, way better bastard than what he's shown to be. All those things are yeah. the, a portion of the truth. And even we don't know. We weren't mm. there. Apparently Michael Keaton, the character that Michael Keaton plays, the ex-attorney general. Mm. Yeah. Was even more, he was like willing to go to prison. To Really? He's willing to face. That's what I, I read that anyway. But so good. But he was like, he wanted, he hated the Nixon government so much. He was ready to just fucking stand wow. up and. But they, that's that's why they that's why they struck him. Yeah, because they knew that he was just like a fuck. He and he was part of um getting. He wanted to get George Bush Senior impeached. Wow. He started really? a website called Impeach <laughs> George Bush Senior, and then when he got out of office, he changed the website to Indict or Indict wow. George Bush Senior. Wow. <laughs> really didn't and, like. And it. it went until that website lasted until two thousand nine. Jesus Christ! Like, <laughs> That's a long time. He's still alive, that guy. He's still yeah. he, he's really like active and seems like he's pretty. He actually cares that, about government functioning the way a government is meant to function, yeah, he's and got, not to not to empower the people that are in there, but to empower the. Well, it was George Bush, yeah, yeah senior. He's the one that went into the Iraq War, wasn't he? Or was it the it was junior, junior, junior? junior I don't what? actually know too much about senior guy but he only lasted one term and apparently he did some fucking he was a warmonger too yeah. yeah I'm sure he, there was some war he was involved well, with I can't remember like oh all, he started the tensions I don't know yeah. I can't remember like all politicians they yet again do things for their own benefits mm-hmm. yeah. um, okay continuing with the, the facts here uh, in regards to the film's timely subject matter in 2020 Aaron Sorkin described the film as being more about modern day than the 1960s he explained that the script didn't change to mirror the times, the times changed to mirror the script. Yeah. Which is exactly yeah. what occurred. Mm. This is interesting here. Uh, when Steven Spielberg was attached to direct, wow. Mm-hmm. he was planning on meeting with Heath Ledger. This is how old this script is. Yeah, yeah I, I read that it was circling was it for a while. script? Yep. To discuss yeah. the role of Tom Hayden. Ledger passed away the day before he was scheduled to meet with Spielberg. Fuck. Spielberg also wanted Will Smith to play Bobby Seale. Yeah, that would have been, if it was made back then, then yeah, 100% that would have been a Will Smith role. That yeah. was peak Will Smith. That yeah, was, was I Am Legend yeah. Will Smith. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm glad, as much as that sounds fantastic, you know, we know that Spielberg would have done a good job. That's what I think anyway. Yeah. I think it would have been but more I'm, serious. Yeah. but was I, it, it was still uh, Sorkin's uh, script? Yeah. Right? Is that right? Yeah. So, but I'm wondering if this is the movie. Jeez. Oh, I remember an interview with him where they were he must have had it as a play or maybe it wasn't this one or something but there was a courtroom drama he was trying to figure out how to turn into a movie script and someone was like oh couldn't you just do it as like they're in the courtroom and the movie's told through all their um like the proceedings that the people are doing and that's kind of what this movie does yeah and i'm wondering if that's because he says when the person says that he goes you're a fucking genius he's like yeah. that's exactly the way to do it he couldn't crack it yeah. i wouldn't be su- i wouldn't be surprised yeah because it's can just- we talk about that what i know we just jumped in the facts but technically how this was made i think it flowed really really well did yeah, i got real. i got three more oh, okay sorry go. like legit three yeah. more yeah and right. then we'll go straight into the Sweet. technicalities awesome. cool um as a method actor jeremy strong uh, Jerry Rubin begged writer-director Aaron Sorkin to get him uh, tear-gassed as well as being thrown on the ground by an ex-cop portraying a riot police officer. Mm. Sorkin refused to have this happen on set. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Amblin Partners initially shut the film down during pre-production due to budget concerns. Oh, yeah. But Paramount Pictures joined the project with Cross Creek to co- co-produce and co-finance the film. Oh. It wanted to be made. Yeah. Uh, and finally, Sasha Baron Cohen, who portrays Abby Hoffman, was 48 during filming this, four years younger than Hoffman was when he died. Wow. All right. Huh. Yeah. All right. Into the technicalities. Yeah. Yeah. How this was technically made. Oh, uh, yeah. I like how they um, 
uh, well, things that stood out to me, you know, when they, the riot scenes mm. and they cut mm. to the black and white real life stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it was just like, it's just like little one second, two second grabs. It just made it that just that much more realistic. Yeah. And the way that they did like the story within the story within the story. Yeah. So it was like, it was showing you the courtroom. Then yeah. it was cutting to the real thing. Then it was cutting to Abby doing stand-up. And it yeah. was cutting back to the courtroom. Someone else yeah. talking. Yeah. It was just like doing this like... It's so well done. All the different versions of the story yeah. coalescing into the real event. That yeah. was really cool. It was and really, really well done. made sure you were never bored. Yeah. Like yeah. never bored. Yeah. You were always jumping from one thing to another to another. Yeah. Being intrigued mm. by someone's words. And it was classic, um, classic Sorkin build-up where he, he tells you what's going to happen at the start of the scene like he always does it where he goes where they were like it said that you did the rights and he goes yeah they bashed rennie in the head you know rennie's going to get bashed in the head yeah and then you progressively let the scene get and by you all you want to see is you're like how the fuck did rennie get bashed in the head but you know yeah. what's going to happen yeah but it's still like you yeah. are like anticipating that happening yeah, it's it's in the social network too where it's like you know oh you put the letter in the crimson I didn't do the letter and the crimson stuff and all the way, like the way that they build up to like minute events yeah. feel massive. Just yeah, because like you're waiting for it to happen, yeah. It was like that moment in it where he's like, you know, what was your, um, how much was your shares diluted? And he's like, 0%. Yeah, yeah. How much mm. your shares 0%? Yeah. To points one seven or some yeah. ridiculous small amount. Yeah. That, 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 that scene there, let's face it, Andrew Garfield fucking rips that scene yeah. in two. Yeah, Andrew Garfield's good. He's I know, good. but I just, I'm just i just thinking back on that scene. I love that goddamn scene where yeah. he comes out and he just storms up to Zucks. Uh, that whole movie was great. I know, but that scene ripped. Declan's number one movie. <laughs> huh? You're number one. You're number, number one, one, mate. Um, watch it. And also, yeah, just... Uh, I actually, because I, well, I realise that I haven't been conscious enough of it on this podcast. I'm making more of an effort. Oh, Cinematography, yeah, 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 it's delicious. Lovely practical lighting, yeah. In yeah. the courtroom, yep. the little the little lamps on the walls, uh, yep. yeah, creating that soft yellow yeah. across everyone. It's yeah. uh, this was really good. Even the for the little what they call that house, that place that they were staying at, like a drug house. Well, oh yeah, it's just like their protest. House. It just yeah, looks yeah, yeah. that's cool. Everything is just oh man, there's this mint everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is see, this is what's. I know you guys are gonna hate me again. But if you compare, again, I'm going to mention yeah, it. Yeah, Here we go. You compare a Nolan, like, just compare actually, any Nolan. Can you see the bone, difference? I actually have a bone to pick with you about this Here now, actually. Oh. <laughs> I listened back to the Halloween podcast, the Rob Zombie movie. Yeah. Right? I don't understand how you can say that movie is good and then get all defensive of me like, but we couldn't make anything better. But you will sit here and say that Chris Nolan's movies look like a student film. No fucking way does Rob Zombie stuff look anywhere near as good as Chris Nolan's. Stuff. I reckon it does. Fuck off. Yeah, man. <laughs> You're fucking crazy. He's, he's better. Fucking hell. Oh, I reckon. I've never heard you cut so hard. Uh, <laughs> hey, mate. Here's a cinematographer here. Fuck me. That's ridiculous. I, I, yeah, I don't like Nolan's oh cinematography. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You have a bone with to pick with Nolan. No, yeah, it's you've not. got something against Nolan because that's a crazy statement. Nah, just... if Nolan was to whip his dick out in front of you, you'd be like, "Put that shit away, buddy." Yeah, probably. If yeah. I'd probably say that too, if, too to me. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, look, it's it's a if, you know it's a metaphor. Well, if, if if Denise said it, then maybe I will. I might even swallow. Wow! Wow! Oh my god! Holy shit! We don't do that for Daniel's, Daniel's phone just. Oh, we're all joking, guys. We're all joking. <laughs> hey, uh, Daniel, it's Christopher Nolan here. I just wanted to know if you'd like to work on my next film. Oh, sorry, mate. Your movies look fucking no, no. shit. Man. Wait up! This is fuck you're off. You're gonna get it right. Nolan sack that. <laughs> That's crazy to me that you. Yeah, look, that's it's, insane. It's uh, wait, that Rob That Halloween movie looks. That looks like a student film. Nah, that's it's, <laughs> it does. It's the closest to looking like one. No way, way more than Nolan's movies. Nah, <laughs> I, I think I think that like the the difference is is that the Halloween I, movies. If you look at sorry, go. each scene is consistent. You look at Nolan's and it's just it's, no, it isn't. It's raw. Hundred percent disagree with that. There's no consistency, man. There's, but the thing is, is that the thing I like about Halloween's cinematography is that it feels like, and we've said this in the other yes. movie, feels like a Rob Zombie film. But that's which is yeah. what it is. Like you know, in the sense of like, if you watch Rob Zombie shit, it's usually sixteen millimeter. Yeah. it's not good. It's supposed to be shaky but that's, around but that's important to to, but that's important to my point because that's what i'm saying is that okay, like, i'm me, not saying it looks bad i'm just saying it's designed rephrase. to not look great chris nolan's movies look 
You can't say that they don't look better. They, in that no, sense. they look better. They exactly. That's just what I'm generally saying. look better. Yeah. I don't like. I don't like his style. Okay. Well, that, then okay. I can't argue with you on that. I yeah, can't okay. argue with you on that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but the student film but- thing has been <laughs> irking me ever since you said it because that's insane. <laughs> Have you been to? Did you? I went to film school. I know what student films look like. They it's, are horseshit. Oh, they are fucking <laughs> they are garbage. Fucking hey, shit. It's yeah. better than what I can do. That kind of stuff. Because there's like, there's like, you're good. Shut up. There's yeah. like maybe like, there's maybe like one percent of like, like film students that will um that will like. And to be honest, man, I actually wish I stood up a bit more on the Halloween one as well. When you're like, we haven't made anything like that, motherfucker. I'll stand by it. <laughs> the last couple of scenes in the short <laughs> film that we did, search, yeah, look fucking sick. Pretty sick. <laughs> I'll stand yeah. by that. I still get feels watching it. Did you I want to stand by that. Plug search. No, I don't want to plug it. But <laughs> yeah. hey, it's a, it was a good short. I film. like. I like the last five minutes of it. I don't like the first sort of like no, two quarters. It was the first one we made together. Yeah, it was good. It's good, but I just I, for a personal level, I don't yeah. like any, the writing. Yeah. Got any new uh, um, uh, scripts in the work, Declan? Yeah, I got some in the works. Oh, wow. Yeah. We'll just wait another ten years <laughs> to get done. Wow. <laughs> it's hard for me on night shift to actually have the. Um, the energy to write out. All excuses, mate. Yeah. Oh my god! This <laughs> is coming from the man who's coming like, from coming from old mate who like I have to who make works a brisket. who works like on his own terms, and I'm working eleven o'clock at night till uh, oh. nine in the morning, sleeping what, during the day. What would what would what would Dan say to doing that type of work? Wait, this is this is this has been a massive handbrake based off Declan's. Uh, we comments. went into the we went into the concept of the technicalities of the film. That's okay. We're allowed to go on it. But not a handbrake. We've had a very lively discussion. The conclusion. <laughs> a handbrake is when, when you bring you go, up a topic a that handbrake. makes everyone go, why okay, are we talking well, about this? Okay, folks. <laughs> the, the conclusion is that I am waiting for Declan to write a script so I can shoot it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and then it's out in public. Okay. I'm in the process of writing it. Good boy. Good boy, son. Good, Good boy? boy. Yeah. Is he a fucking dog? Yeah, I'm his son, apparently. Yeah, he is. You're my son, too. Wow. Uh, I, I, Dan's like, I hate Jess. It's, I have spoken. How good is it? Hey, oh, hey to be fair, I've been, I've been spending a lot of money buying film equipment for the next yeah, project. True. you yeah, got to give me credit true. for that. Yeah. Bring it in we're, here. We're, 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 we're budding filmmakers. <laughs> Just like any other review uh, people out there, I'm sure they've tried making short films. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think that. Well, if you haven't, probably I would say it's probably not the greatest thing to be reviewing movies if you haven't tried to make one yourself at the very yes. least. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't have to be great; it just have to have a crack. <laughs> you know, experience. Like, yeah. But yeah. It, it, well, this is the thing: you don't like Halloween. I know that. You know, you're, you're <laughs> still, I'm still looking going. at Declan. You don't like Halloween. <laughs> But you can appreciate the fact that it even got fucking made. Yeah, no, I'm not. like any movie. It's I, didn't, a big task. I didn't sit here saying like, no, everyone's a piece of shit that made it or whatever. No. I, I criticised like the way that the Rob story, Zombie writes females yeah. and things like that because I think that has grounds to be criticised on. Yeah. and I'll, I'll, I'll stand by that always. But, but I um, think I'm not going to stand here and say they're pieces of shit. No, you know, I think we we can all say that no matter what movies created, even oh, it's even hard something work has like gone into it. Hard work has gone into What's it. What's it called? Yeah. What's I'm that not, one yeah. with? Whatever. I'm not saying. I don't want listeners thinking that I'm bagging at Nolan because his movies are all excellent. Yeah, yeah, right. It's just for me, yeah, the style that the visual style, I don't like it. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with that. That's a better way of saying it. Just yeah. I, when you said student film, that has ever yeah. since you said it, it's been but like you know a thorn me. in my side. I'll go from one extreme to well, the that's other. That's why I'd say there's no middle ground for me. That's why I said Halloween has a style. Yeah, yeah. Not, doesn't have to look good. No. Some movies don't have to look good to no. be enjoyable. No. So I think that's something to Reservoir Dogs might be like my favorite Tarantino film. That movie doesn't really look very doesn't good look at all. It's at just all. clever. It's a yeah. clever movie. Well, the first, I mean, the first shot's really clever. I'll yeah. say that. And that was something that was brand new. No one ever seen shit like that. Who shot that? wasn't Richardson, was it? He's no. always been Richardson, wasn't he? Just it's the whole concept of Reservoir Dogs is clever, like the failed heist in a warehouse. Yeah. After, after the aftermath of the heist is yeah. clever. Yeah, I can tell yeah. you who shot it. It was Andre Sekula, oh. and he would go on to do American Psycho, Pulp Fiction, right? Uh, Cube, Cube Two. Oh wow! <laughs> so yeah, that's my yeah. Richardson favorite. Must that's have my favorite of the Cube movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen any. Anyway. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> He hasn't yeah. worked in a long time, I can tell you that. But um, actually, speaking, oh, no, of, cinem- speaking of cinematography, because you know Richardson usually does most of the Tarantino movies. Mm. Mm. Remember that movie, Adrift? Yeah. Yeah, he shot that. and it's, it. 
Who? It didn't look like this movie. Who was the cinematographer in this movie, Grace? Um, I can tell you this as well. Give me one moment. Sorry. The internet down here is not the greatest. We're in a dungeon, Danny. Yeah, we're in yeah. the my coal mine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Fedon, Fedon Papa Michael. Oh, what's he shot? Don Papa Michael. Because it looked like it it's looked really like nice. Well, I would say it looked similar to like a like Moneyball. Is this is, he did do? Moneyball I'll tell you or? what he shot last: Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, yeah. The movie we're doing yeah, next, next week. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So have you seen it yet? No. Ford versus Ferrari. He also likes doing Nespresso commercials. Uh, oh, uh, there's Clooney ones. Yeah. He <laughs> he also made Downsizing, The Huntsman, Winter's War. You know, Clooney. This is 40? Yeah, Clooney. Descendants. Yeah, Descendants uh, is probably the one. Yeah. yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know the Clooney... Um, he's good. What's a Clooney ad? He's in, he, in an espresso one. He drives off in a boat on the Walk lake, mine. Lake Como. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he is at the back of that uh, castle thing. That's I shot a wedding there. Eh? Oh, did you? Yeah, and I was like, holy shit, that's the same place I've been. <laughs> little little humble brag. From yeah, me. it is a humble brag. <laughs> Speaking of people yeah. taking their dicks out, put it away, Dan. Put it away. <laughs> Stop staring at my willy. All, All right. right. No final thoughts. Final, yeah. final thoughts. <laughs> Dan's willy's massive. I think it's a kind of a, a spotted dick, a little crooked. <laughs> <laughs> Who's isn't? Who knows? Uh, yeah. Final thoughts. I'm going to go first. You do. I mate. think this movie's fantastic. I, I I enjoyed every moment of. I think the writing is clever. The the way that it's uh, uh, designed with the writing, like how it's been uh, put together scene by scene is clever uh, i am completely and utterly engrasped engrasped engrossed Engrossed. in the story <laughs> engrossed is that well such i've a got, i've been grasped i think of the word i was i'm grasped by it but yeah. grasped grasped but, yeah um i was engrossed in the story and i think the acting is phenomenal mm. so i gave this movie an 8.5 out of 10 interesting Damn. i'll have to agree with you on that one that's his catch. That's what I say all the time. I'll have to agree with you on that one. Yeah. I haven't rated it yet, but I will rate it in about 20 seconds. Wow, well, okay. <laughs> We're live. So, <laughs> yes, we are live. So, excellent cast, excellent cinematography, fantastic story. Um, you get thrills and chills all the way through this thing. And you are you counting the 20 seconds? No. <laughs> um, and it's scary at the same time because... I don't think we've seen change and I'm scared for my little one to grow up to how the world's going to be. Mm. Um, hopefully more people see this, which um, it just, I actually wonder how many people are watching this now on Netflix. Mm. And I do hope that um, this gets some awards buzz because I think it's a fantastic movie. Yeah. And I will give it 9 out of 10. I'd give what's his name some some award buzz for this uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, I think yeah. he will get buzz. He's on a roll. I think I, I think, could watch Borat um, too. New one. I think, jeez, uh, the one that played Tom Hayden, Eddie Redman. He'll get buzz. Eddie well. Redman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's good for him to sink his teeth into this. Even yeah. the guy who played Jerry Rubin though was really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just they're all good. Really, yeah, really I know. Good. It's hard uh, to say. Lynn Geller. Langella is it Langella? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he'll yeah, get man. Hundred percent. He'll be best supporting nominated. Yeah. I hope. I really hope it does because people need to see this movie. Yeah. That's good. Yes, uh, Yeah, I love this movie. It's um, this feels like a classic. It feels like it's already going to be a piece of classic American cinema yeah. to me. Um, yeah, like I said, it has the same sort of vibe as like your social network and spotlight and sort of like that systematic story about mm. a corrupt body or you're watching these revolutionaries. You're on the journey with them. Yeah, hooks you right from that's the a go. Good word. Mm. Um, it's great. And I'd, yeah, look at how much it just got us discussing and thinking yeah. on the spot here. So Yeah, I mean, and we only like, we didn't even touch the, the surface yeah. of, of the problems yeah. that they face in this, in yeah. this movie. They yeah. go so much deeper than just what they're saying here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So you like it. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. All right. Terrific. Well, let's wrap this up. Uh, you've been listening to Spoil Radio. We just reviewed uh, The Trial of the Chicago 7. I'm Reese. I'm Dan. I've just got um a list of contempt five thousand names of listeners to read. Oh, we don't have time. Oh, oh no, I'm Declan. Sorry, guys. Reese cut me off. I wanted to read you out or whatever. Cut, 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 cut. cut. <laughs> That's annoying. Order oh. in the court. Order in the court. <laughs> I really wanted to read them. Out. Order. <laughs> I really wanted to read the names out. Anyway. Fuck. <laughs> uh, you have a good week. Respect. Respect.